Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. This is Yitz Epstein, I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. So I'm going to be discussing how narcissists steal their victim's reputation. So as we are well aware of, narcissistic abusers are obsessed with image, how they come across, how they appear, how others see them. It's really all about the false self. So assuring that other people see them in a specific light is most specifically to defend against the fact that their true self, their authentic self has been shame-based, wounded, and oftentimes annihilated. So as a, as a way of avoiding this and making sure that they don't have to face themselves and that other people don't quote unquote, you know, expose them for the weakness and fragile person that they are, they're obsessed with controlling how other people see them sort of like an image management and therefore are obsessed with making sure that their reputation is flawless and anytime there's a kink in that armor that they are sure to just make sure it's not there and smooth it over. So because narcissistic abusers lack empathy, they have no issue stealing, and most specifically stealing someone's credit for their work, someone's reputation. So let's say the case of a parent. Uh, what they'll do is they'll assure that other people are well aware that is because of their great parenting skills that their child accomplished what they did. Let's say it's a degree. Uh, let's say they are enter into a relationship. Let's say they have a child. Uh, they let everyone know. They spread rumors and make sure that everyone is aware that because of their great parenting skills, in essence, stealing the child's accomplishments and credit and reputation uh, for themselves. Now, this happens rampantly in the workplace. Now, I, this is really what I want to focus on most specifically with stealing of reputation. Uh, it usually happens it's so remarkably subtle, but it's important to understand this is very intentional. It happens in power dynamics in a hierarchy. Uh, so example of this is, let's say in the workplace, right? a mid-level manager may have several low-level workers who are all obviously answering to him or her, and they have to, uh, he basically, or she basically is the boss. So he or she is, what they're able to, what they're able to do is abuse their you know, subsequent or subservience and uh, make them feel fear and bully them into complying and making sure that they do their best work. Obviously being in fear, they'll work their tail off and make the boss look fantastic uh, and doing most, if not all of the work. Now the boss then gets all the credit for doing the work and he goes or she goes to their higher, to higher ups, to the, to the hierarchy, to, the, to, the, to those in charge. And let's say the ones, the managers who are in charge of hiring people are giving promotions and raises and they'll just take all the credit for themselves. So they may love bomb those below them. They may say, hey, you did great. You know, you did fantastic. I'm so proud of you, you know, in private. But then when it comes to, you know, brass taxes, when it comes to actually promotions and raises, they'll just take the credit for themselves. And they usually do this behind closed doors. So they're in essence manipulating the, their bosses and, and, and managers, CEOs and owners uh, to continuously give them raises and to ride the dominance hierarchy. So the lower level workers in this instance are never able to raise the, the food chain, the, the dominant hierarchy, uh, because their hard work never gets acknowledged. And like I said, the manager can rise the hierarchy uh, applying the same exact strategy, you know, bullying those below, below him or her and giving them no credit and taking it all for themselves. Uh, you know, especially in the workplace, you know, reputation is everything. When it comes to, let's say, entrepreneurship, everyone's working to have a reputation because if you have a good reputation, ultimately you are trustworthy and people hire you and want to invest in you. So when you steal someone's reputation and credit, essentially you own them and you really control them and, and their work on a very fundamental level. So the victim in this instance is trapped because no matter how hard they try, no matter how much work they put in and how hard they try to uh, get themselves acknowledged and, and express their own talents or skills and get their voice heard, they're never just they're never seen or they're never trusted. You know, as much as is as, as obviously the manager, the higher ups, because they have much more influence towards those who are in upper level management, making the uh, you know who, people who are making the, the hiring and actually making important uh, promoting and hiring decisions. 
So the, the obsession with reputation is mostly because the if they were to show up with their true self and, and work hard towards earning a reputation and actually earn respect and trust with hard work and ethical behavior as opposed to stealing it, they wouldn't actually be able to do this. This is actually out of the question. First of all, there's no authentic self, so they actually can't uh, grow. They can't move in a linear way. They can't actually learn life lessons because there's no one really there to, to learn. So in essence, they have to steal it to survive. This is actually the only way they know how to how to exist in this paradigm. And, and because there's no authentic self, there is no empathy, there's no compassion, and therefore more than comfortable being cruel and malicious. Uh, the obsession with how they appear is to the exclusion of how they actually are. So showing up with their true self would be dangerous. It would reveal their, their whole game and it would be totally up. So everything has to be uh, manipulated. They cannot reveal who they truly are. So they're hyper-focused on how they appear in order to defend against potentially being found out and ultimately having to uh, be exposed by other people and be having being forced to, to face themselves. So in addition, by controlling how others see them, they're able to continue to feed the addiction to control, manipulation, and power. And that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to this need for control, this need for power, and by manipulating people and how you are perceived and manipulating your reputation and stealing other people's uh, credit so you can build this reputation is a great way to garner uh, attention and, and gather trust so that other people actually give you more and more power so you can feed this everlasting addiction to power and control. So I wanna finish off with a quote I'm not quite sure who said it, but it's pretty popular and I love it. It's fake people have an image to maintain, real people just don't care. So if you're highly obsessed with an image, it's usually because the true self is shame-based and it's important to just be your real true self. The people who are meant for you, the people who are vibe with you and align with you will show up if you are operating out of a false self or if you're being fake in order to maintain a reputation, you're just out of alignment with your authentic self, but there's really no way to grow uh, into your full potential and actually reach any form of success and true lasting happiness. Now, if you are a victim of somebody who's stolen your reputation, I, first of all, it's horrific and you feel like your whole life's been, been just stolen from you. Uh, you feel like you're working constantly to please somebody who just keeps stealing the credit. It's important, first of all, to identify that this is going on and take yourself out of that dynamic. So you do not want to be working for somebody who does that. It's extremely unethical, extremely just disrespectful. It's, it's an intense level of betrayal. So it makes sense to feel that way after this has happened to you. Now, if you've spent years trying to build up trust as an honest person and just having it robbed from you in a moment, uh, you know, as a narcissist manipulates everyone to see you as non-existent uh, and, and really just take all your hard work, it, it feels soul-crushing. So first step, just take yourself, if you can, out of this, as soon as you can, out of this dynamics. You don't want to be in a dynamics where someone's stealing your reputation and manipulating you in this subtle way. It is absolute theft. It's intellectual. So it, it's just stealing of your reputation. In addition, it's important to understand that reputation is not everything. That's not who you are. So if somebody does steal credit, obviously get away from that situation and try to get to a healthier place of workplace You know, as soon as you possibly could. And continue to be an honest person, putting in the hard work, being real, growing, and becoming your highest self. Because the way I see it is that real people, true people, in the end, always win. And when you are true to yourself, when you put in the, the ethical hard work and you're honest and you keep doing that, eventually the universe will pay you back with people who align with you, people who give you the credit you deserve and ultimately allow you to work in a place that's happy and abundant and not deceptive and manipulative like it would be in a narcissistic work dynamic. 
if you find yourself in a narcissistic work dynamic, if you find yourself in any narcissistic relationship, there is a high chance that there are wounds of childhood that need healing. There are inner dynamics, let's say belief systems or paradigms or relationship patterns that need to be corrected. Once this is the case, you'll become much more aware of yourself. You'll be able to become whole. And as a result, you'll be able to understand your role in the specific narcissistic dynamics and assure that next time you enter or potentially can enter into a relationship like this, you can avoid that from happening. And ultimately you can manifest healthier relationships, both personal and uh, in the workforce. So if this is a struggle for you, please reach out and allow me to guide you on a healing journey to wholeness. My email is info at yitzepstein.com. My phone 818-210-6049. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.